Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection now 65% off. Plus, Macy Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Welcome to another week, another episode 126 of the Retro Gamers Podcast. Larry here. And Anthony here. What's going on, Ant? Another week. How are you? Another week. I'm, I'm doing well. It is cold and rainy in rainy. Los Angeles. What? Yeah. Well, cold cold and L- rainy. Cold in LA. So what is it, like 65? No, 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 no. When I say cold, I actually mean waking up in the morning and it's in the 30s. Re- Honestly? I, yeah. I, like, wow. like, um, like a third, it's upper thirties, you know, like thirty eight, thirty nine, but still, still, that's... My, my weather map, my weather app says thirties. <laughs> Your weather app is going recalculating. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like we're sorry, you must be somewhere else. <laughs> has it? I mean, has it? Does it get that cold every now and again? Or is this like yeah, a... every, every so often it does? I mean, uh, th- basically, our win- our winter is packed into about three or four weeks <laughs> in January, February, and we're kind of hitting that stride now because like last week. I think it rained like for four or five days, um, and then it was supposed to rain yesterday, which it didn't. But now we're getting all the rain today, um, and maybe a little bit tomorrow. But yeah, it's just been it's been cold. Like oh, I yeah. like I've had to pull out a blanket. Oh oh dear! <laughs> I never pull out a blanket. So <laughs> well, the rain is definitely needed over there. I know the cold. I know you guys can do it out. But look, it is what it. At yeah. least it's weather. Well, yes, and you know, and thankfully, you know, I'm I'm inside and I'm warm, and so is this, you know, my favorite uh, virtual boy. What are you who, doing to me? Who last week survived, survived it, the uh, the Super Bowl spike. Is there any any crack in it? Any any dent? No, but you know, you know what happened though. Um, it got dirty. I don't know how it got dirty because <laughs> maybe my cats were playing with it or something, but it got what? dirty. So uh, I kind of want to I kind of want to clean it up. Okay. So wait a minute. If you if you see behind me, this is my front door, and right yeah. outside is the world. What are you so, doing? So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go wash what are, this. What are you doing, Anthony? Uh, for those listening, Anthony's going off mic right now. What's he, he's opening the door? What the hell? It's currently raining in L.A. And he just left it outside. Like 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 waiting for the milkman to come and pick up old bottles so of milk. I figure if I leave that out there for like maybe an hour or so, it'll get nice and clean. How bad is it raining over there? Um, it's it's a light rain right now, but it was pouring not too long ago, so I'm anticipating that to happen again. Good thing there's legs on the Virtual Boy that lifts it up, up like 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 a support oh, no, I tu- holster. I, I, no, I turned it upside down. <laughs> You're a cruel human being. I'm telling you right now. Well, this- yes, I know. But you've known me for over twenty years. Has this that is, ever changed? This is absolutely true. That poor system. Mm. I, I, at this point, I'm begging you to put it out of its misery. Mm-hmm. I know that's why I'm prolonging it. Oh dear Lord, folks! All righty. Well, uh, I, I can't wait to see what it looks like. It may freeze with those temperatures. Well, no, it's 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 warm enough now. I think we're in the mid 40s so oh, it will not okay. freeze. Good. Now it's a heat wave. Exactly. Oh yes. <laughs> Um, all right, so this week we have some uh, fun stuff we're going to talk about here, and uh, I want to kick it off real quick. Uh, we kind of talked; we were going to talk about it last week, but we had the Super Bowl. That's what I want to mention super fast. So last mm-hmm. week, Super Bowl. Um, first of all, the uh, the Madden NFL, the Madden nineteen simulator, way off as far yep. as uh, score and winner. Holy cow, was it off? You know, the Madden simulated for the Rams to win. The Pats won in. But you know what? Depending who you talk to, it was either the most boringest Super Bowl ever or a very exciting one. Depending on if no. you like offense or defense. 
Well, and that's the thing. It's like I I, I didn't run into a single person who said it was an exciting game. Oh, Everybody here. said it was the most boring game. I yeah. thought like it was. I had it on, and mm-hmm. I was just like bored to tears. Um, I gotta say though, our simulation—that's what I want to talk about. We yes. simulated using Tecmo Super Bowl, which was on the NES from 1991, and Ant. The simulation was better than the actual game, in my opinion. It it actually was. There were some exciting moments in that simulation that we didn't get at all. And there was nothing exciting about the actual Super Bowl. I was like, but Tecmo, you know, it went to overtime. It did. It was. It it was. It was great. Like, like it. They tied it at the end of the game. Yep. And then, uh, and then it went on what it was. So, uh, Super Bowl's in the books, both the real one and the simulation. We'll be back next oh, year but for can, that. Can I, can I point out really quickly though? Yes. Like, since Madden was wrong, ours was correct. So we're one and zero. That is true. Uh, score was way off, but yes, the score was will, off. But yeah, we won. We will count it, folks. Add it to the yes. list. So, but um, what we were going to talk about last week, but we saved it for this week, um, is a topic that. I think can be included in well we talk about everything now but even in in retro depending on depending on what um you know system quote unquote you're talking about we're going to talk mm-hmm. about handheld games this week. Yes. And excuse me, let me be more specific. I apologize. Mobile gaming. Mobile games. Mobile gaming. Mobile games. So, Ant, do you have any history like have you played any mobile games and we're talking on a cell phone? Yeah, you know, my mobile game experience is kind of low, but I remember on my very, very first cell phone in like the mid 2000s, you know, it was a tiny little thing. And, you know, the screens were very, you know, they almost look like a a digital watch back then. (laughs) The screens like, but I remember playing Snake on that thing because that was like the only game that existed on there. It was the default one. You're right. Everyone had Snake. I had a Nokia. I can't remember the model, but all I remember it was like this big. It was blue, um, and that was my first cell phone. And yes, it had Snake on there, and it had a um, uh, 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 a one-armed bandit. What the hell are they hmm? called? Slot machine. Whoa! Slot machine. Uh, had a little slot machine on there as well. Okay. So and and that's hours fun. hours of gameplay mm-hmm. back then. Well, you know that's that's yeah. What we did. Well, now now you can get like real looking slot machines on your phone, among <laughs> yeah, other. Absolutely. Well, now you can get like you know like full games that you would normally play on a console on your phone. Yes, and you know the the games I want to talk about a little bit are those early games because I actually played a couple of them. Mm-hmm. And now let's paint a picture for um, the young listeners who may not remember cell phones from early two thousands. Yes, um, way back when. So there was no such thing as a touchscreen cell phone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, nowadays Apple pretty much locked in the design for every cell phone moving forward as far as shape and what mm-hmm. it looks like. But back in the day, we had you know texture, we had buttons, um, and and every phone was completely different from the other as far as it looked. Yeah, you know whether a flip phone, uh, uh, the razor, you know, just regular ones, you know, so. I remember, and I've gone through a plethora of cell phones. Um, well, that's because you buy a new one like every six months. Well, back then it was every two years. Remember, you had a you had a contract. You had a contract, yeah. <laughs> Except for nowadays, one, you buy one every six months. No, I buy one every year because of the Apple upgrade program. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember, and I had one of my favorite cell phones. It was this LG that, like, for the first time ever, you can actually get text messages on the front little panel. Oh, yes. You couldn't respond, but it was this little screen about Mm -hmm. yay big. And I remember it was in my pocket. I turned. I bumped into a cabinet, and the corner of the cabinet just went right into that little screen. Oh, I was so mad. But I remember on that LG phone, I played a game called Doom RPG. And Doom RPG? Doom RPG. Don't tell me it was the Doom game with RPG elements. It was was the Doom game with RPG elements. Wow. Basically, this is what I want to get at. What happened was back in the day with these mobile games, you were never going to get a true translation. Of, no, definitely not. Yeah, of a game on these small because uh, you got the screens were tiny. Yep. Um, so what Doom RPG did, it tried to mimic it. It was first person. I remember playing this. It was like the first mobile game actually probably paid for for a download because mm-hmm. um, a lot of them are free nowadays and i remember downloading this game it was a first person so it was like a dungeon crawler 
Um, but in the world of Doom, so you were on, I think you were in a space station. You weren't necessarily on Mars, but you were in a space station. Okay. You, you would come across the same villains that you would in Doom, uh, but it was almost like a turn base uh, system, and you did get power ups, hence, uh, power ups, uh, level ups, hence the RPG version. Okay. And I feel like these mobile versions, because they had to change. The gameplay so drastically to fit on a, a mobile device on a small screen, it like it, it, it changed the whole parameter of the series that you, you were so used to playing. And I thought that was a really good idea. And unfortunately, I feel like game the, with the cell phones nowadays, because they can just directly translate now, you mm-hmm. lose a lot of that creativity. Oh, uh, yeah, and I can understand that, but um, you know. It, it's it's almost essentially like playing – back then it was essentially like playing a different game mm-hmm. to a degree. Uh, but if it saves the developer's time, obviously, to just translate it over to a of mobile course. game. I mean it's – yeah, I mean you're going to go – you're going to go with the easiest route that you can as opposed to, oh, you know, how do we how do we rewrite the code and how do we rewrite the game so we can, you know, make it work on the phone um, while creating something new for it, so I, I I I get why they don't do that anymore, and especially because cell phones are basically miniature computers that we keep in our pocket Correct. anyway. Today, so, absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah. So we're just playing a PC. Yeah. It's just small. <laughs> You're exactly right, and I get it. And you look, everything evolves, technology evolves. You know, today's day and age. You're right. Just port the game over. Sega is doing an amazing job of doing that today. Um, Sega has, they've released, I can't even count the number of games that they've released mobily. And we're talking some of their biggest, um, uh, uh, IPs, you know, Shining Force, mm-hmm. uh, Kingdom Hearts, uh, Sonic for crying out loud. It's yeah, it is. It is kind of crazy. Um, especially when you're talking about games like. Kingdom Hearts, because Kingdom yeah. Hearts is a really involved game, and and it, you know to give uh, to give Sega their due, um, since they've gotten out of the console business and they can only you know and they mainly focus on just on creating games, um, you know they can unload an entire library really easily because that's you know because their focus is on software now. Um, but yeah, but like a game like Kingdom Hearts, which is ridiculously you know complicated and 3D and all that, I was like, it's uh, it's awesome to see that they can port it to mobile. But at the same time, I feel like there are certain games you're not that you're not going to get the same experience out of by playing on your mobile phone than playing like on your TV on an actual console. Because I wouldn't want to play Kingdom Hearts on my cell phone. No, agreed. And and you know like the 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 Kingdom Hearts on mobile wasn't that again even today wasn't a d- direct translation it almost played it almost played a little bit like final fantasy as far as the fighting style mm-hmm. so so turn based exactly exactly um sega though nowadays and i remember some of the early sega games like again you weren't going to get sonic on there but you got games like sonic jump which is basically mm-hmm. you know just going up you're just jumping up and you're collecting right. coins because because it was a mobile device uh, again, not so much today. Well, you can still say today. Uh, but the games need to be designed for like a quick like a quick fix. Right. Like you only got three minutes before the bus shows up. All right, let me just see if I can do a quick level mm-hmm. in a game. And um Well, isn't that what the Mario game is? Super Mario Run, exactly. Super Mario Run. Mm-hmm. In fact, the only thing you do is jump because he's running automatically. Yeah. And you know, with the purpose of that, again, with the design that forces the developers to really go in a different direction with a new IP, uh, excuse me, with the same IP, um, I, I think that we should really be able to see more games like this come out, which we're kind of going to, because Nintendo's announced that they're going to do a, a mobile uh, for iOS and Android, Mario Kart and Dr. Mario. Yeah, I heard about that. And the... Um I got to say the Dr. Mario one is more appealing to me because, again, Mario Kart is one of those games where it's like I want to play it on a bigger screen mm-hmm. than on my mobile screen. Um, but, you know, you know my history with handheld systems. I'm not a fan because the screens are so small. Um, but that's a handheld. So that kind of just trans – what? Like do you consider a handheld the same as a cell phone? I kind of don't. 
Well, I kind of do because okay. cell, cell phone screens have now gotten big enough where they, you know, if you if you look at, you know, look at your cell phone and compare it to like, and I'm going back a ways, you know, like a, a Game Gear or a Game Boy, even like a Game Boy Advance or something like that. I go, they're about the same size in some respect. If not, you know, your phone may be bigger than, you know, the originals. But like, I, w- I would say put your phone up against your, you know, your DS and look at the screen size. Um, okay. And I bet they're not that different. Probably not. No, you're exactly right. Uh, both touchscreen, technically. Yeah. Um, and, you know, also with those older uh, games, you know, like I said, it, it those quick fix games. Um, but Sega has, because back then it cost, you know, I'm talking, these games probably cost a little more than $1.99 like games would be today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe $5, $7. Sega has done an amazing job. Sega? today's day and age um with releasing a lot of their catalog on mobile mm-hmm. ios and yep. android for free yeah and, which is which is astounding oh definitely uh you know you got some ads but it's not overbearing um mm-hmm. i mean you uh, sonic crazy taxi fantasy star uh, a comic zone just to name a few and they're fully playable on the devices today so it's already right off the bat already showed sonic cd is now on yes. your mobile like and if you and if you haven't played sonic cd play it it's like one of the <laughs> best if not the best sonic game oh it's it's got the best music well if you can find the mm-hmm. original game it's got the best music and um yeah it's you know to have it shrunken down uh for the cell phone is uh pretty cool and I want to talk about some of the top games, actually. Uh, most games played by, well, by mobile users. Uh, now, of course, the list is, you know, can vary, so it may not be a Today's specials, new Chase Freedom Flex with 3% on dining, including takeout. Now, every meal comes with a side of cash back. Learn more at ChaseFreedom.com. Cars are issued by J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, N.A., member FDIC. Restrictions and limitations apply. Offer subject to change. 100% accurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if we look at the top 10, you're going to notice they're not really, which you can get away with today, not really full-on playable with a joystick or using the touchscreen as a joystick. Top right. 10 games are just you go and you play. Um mm-hmm. Goes without saying, Pokemon Go uh, yes. is, at least as of this list, which we're getting from Wikipedia. Uh, mm-hmm. And just the uh, parameters, most played mobile games by player count with at least 10 million. And um, the dates do vary a little bit. But Pokemon Go, uh, Despicable Me Minion Rush, which is basically just like a straightforward, just the minions running, you collect coins. Yeah, uh, I'm particularly fond of that one. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yes, that's true. But I'm, but I'm slightly biased. Yeah. <laughs> Candy Crush Saga. Which I have on my phone. Candy Crush took over the world for a while. It, it, it still took over my world. Like, that's one of the, like, when I'm, um, when I'm at an airport, uh, which, which I am fairly often, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm, usually, I'm usually playing Candy Crush because it fills in, like, those little pockets of time when I'm waiting for certain things or if I'm in security line or whatever it is or in line to get something to eat or whatever. I'm always playing Candy Crush because that just, it's a great time suck. And that's what it's supposed to do. That's exactly what it's designed yep. for. Uh, fruit Ninja, which mm-hmm. is now actually Slice that fruit. <laughs> I've actually that's actually a um, like an arcade game now as well. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, Jetpack Joyride Temple Run, which is actually mm-hmm. Temple Run is what got games like Despicable Me, Minions Rush yes. going. Um, I will say this though, um, Jetpack Joyride, I've never heard of. I have. I never played it, but I do see it sold often. It's from Half Brick Studios, who also did Fruit Ninja. Yep. Um, you know, some of these uh, studios become very familiar. Game Loft, to me, is probably one of the best, like, non-console, like Sega, not a yes. Sega, not a Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put out amazing games. In fact, they put out uh, Asphalt 8 Airborne, uh, which is a racing game, which actually came with my television, my 4K TV. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, that's... That just dawned on me. That's something else I want to mention. Television, whether it's Apple TV, uh, mm-hmm. Amazon Fire, or your television just natively. A lot of these games, you can now play on your TV. Yeah. And they kind of translate well. Like, uh, I don't know if you ever played a game called um, Crossy Road. 
No, I've never played okay. that one. It's a current, it's a current handheld game, uh, current mobile mm-hmm. game. All you do again, just hit the screen, and your little character jumps, almost like Frogger, where you gotta you gotta get past traffic and you gotta navigate mm-hmm. over water and stuff. But it's it's endurance. You just go as long as you can. Uh, they actually have Disney Cross Your Road, exact same game, but all Disney characters. Pretty cool. Not surprising. It's available on like Apple TV and uh, Amazon Fire TV, and I have it on Apple. And it's crazy. It's the exact same game like the mobile, but you play it on a giant television. And it kind of, again, changes the dynamic a little bit that now you're just sitting on your couch killing time waiting for you know, food to get delivered or something. And you just play the exact same game on a 55-inch television. And there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, to round out the top 10, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Oh, this, wait, hold on. It's just updated like in the last 20 minutes. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, you 8, got to, 9. You got to oh, 7. No, 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 no I know, but I think something yeah. changed. Um, Helix Jump, um, mm-hmm. that's a newer game that came out. Uh, Angry Birds goes yeah, without course. saying. And rounding out the top 10, thankfully, Super Mario Run. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, but then you, you, know, you got games like Sonic Dash and stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. If you go down, if you go down the list, you'll see more like Sonic Dash, FIFA Mobile, um, Aven- uh, Marvel Avengers Alliance is on yeah, there. Yeah, I saw that. I don't think I remember. Um, yeah, so that you know, there, there's a whole bunch of stuff there. Um, Ice Age Village, <laughs> and some of the older ones. If you sort this by old, the oldest game on this list is from 2007, Fishing mm-hmm. Star. Um, Eats me. Yeah, and Angry Birds is you know Angry Birds came out in '09. Yeah, Angry Birds came out in 2009. Angry Birds has been out for ten years. Yeah. Even Food and, Ninja is like 2010. And, yeah, and they've had a movie too. <laughs> Actually, they have a sequel coming out. I know. <laughs> Sigh. <laughs> oh. So know. you know the the question ultimately then because mobile gaming should be a part of the genre that we talk about. Yes, we don't. I know it's same like we don't really play a lot of PC games, but mm-hmm. that's all part of this. Um, do you feel that mobile games can really be maybe not because you don't really go by the phone because there's so many different pl- phones out there, especially mm-hmm. back in the day? Can you eventually? Can you? Would you consider some of the mobile games to be considered retro, like Snake or anything like that? Oh, absolutely. There's no question about it. I mean, I think you get to a certain point in time. Where, you know, again, we've always talked about where where do we fall in terms of retro? And we, we say it has to be like, you know, at least two generations, you know, ago. Mm-hmm. Um, the N-Gage. The ah, N-Gage ah, was like yes. the N-Gage was like the first mobile gaming phone. So it's like anything released on the N-Gage, I would immediately consider retro because that thing's been in, what, at least 15 years. I wanted an N-Gage so badly. Yeah, and, uh, but now you have one, and everybody has one. Yes, but it's not to say I wanted that talking taco. I wanted yes. that original, the original. I bet you can still get one on eBay. Oh, I'm sure. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure people are using it as a doorstop somewhere. But can you imagine, like, you're in R and D, like, all right, you know, Nokia. We're gonna come up with a, a cell phone that's dedicated to gaming, and this thing came out in 2003. So this is how far back we're wow. going. This is yeah, definitely considered. Years. This is definitely considered a system that's retro. Um, so you're in R and D. All right, all right. We're gonna focus on games. All right, cool. How do we put the game in? Well, you gotta pop the back out. And you gotta pop the battery out, and then you put the card in. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. What? All right, no way around. Yeah, exactly. That. Move forward. Okay. How, it's gonna be a cell phone as well. Cool. How are you gonna talk into it? Sideways on its end. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> they had. They just had to fit everything in there. <laughs> did um it's just like i can't even imagine what it would have been like talking <laughs> you know you just imagine a lot smaller than this yeah you know, hello <laughs> well you know uh, well you know hey, i mean and you got but you gotta you gotta you gotta give nokia credit for they trying to be Absolutely. innovative and coming out coming out with something first that they saw you know they pre- you know they basically predicted that this was going to be the norm um, for mobile phones, so they they you know they got one to market and try you know and tried to do the first full gaming you know mobile gaming tel- uh, cell phone. Look, you know someone's got to break the eggs eventually. Um, yep. It's actually considered sixth generation the N gauge 
uh, in the series of systems. Uh, released October 2003, lasted for two years, discontinued November of 2005. Mm-hmm. For, for what it's worth, it sold three million units. I, you know, that's not bad. That's not bad. Like and that. then you also had, um, at least in North America, you had 56 different games that were available <laughs> for it. Uh, so. Absolutely. And, and now we're talking because it was eventually redesigned to a much better and much um, more sensible looking Engage QD, which mm-hmm. uh, you would just talk normally. Uh, and the screen was a little bit bigger. Um, yes. I do want to talk about a couple of games real quick on the Engage because if you think about what uh, Nokia tried to do, I mean, X Men Legends and X Men Legends 2. Which is crazy. Came out on this that- system. There's a lot going on on that screen. Uh, right? Um, Call of Duty. Yeah, also. I mean, but then again, like Call of Duty, it's like it's from your perspective, so I can understand that one. You know, similar to uh, Tomb Raider, which was also available on the N-Gage. You know, it's that it's that third-person perspective. So I, I, I can buy that. But things where there's a lot of stuff happening, like to what you just pointed out, um, like X-Men Legends, there's a lot going on on that screen. Um, other games on here, like... Um, uh, WWE Hulk. Aftershock. I was going to mention that. You know, you are collecting your wrestling games. This, yep. I think, is going to be the most sought after, the hardest game, to, one of the hardest games to find. I will track it down. <laughs> after all, I have, a, I have a contest to win. No, that's with systems. Uh, no, we, it just said the rarest game I thought or said console. The, I thought it was the rarest console. No, no, it was oh, just a rarest gamer console. Yeah, I could have bought a really expensive one the other day, game wise. You could have, but you didn't. Uh, little Samson. So, for those of you who don't know what's going on, um, we have a contest going for 2019. That oh, where are the clouds? The clouds went away. Oh, uh, uh, thank you, re- thank you. No, I need more rain. <laughs> <laughs> and now a hailstorm. <laughs> My virtual boy's not clean yet. Um, so. <laughs> We're doing a contest this year of who can buy the rarest game or console, and then the loser has to buy the winner of, I think it was like $100. I don't remember setting a price, like but okay. I thought it was 100 bucks. <laughs> well, right now you are way don't, in the lead with the I was the just going to say, Larry, don't, don't cheap out on me because you're going to be spending that 100 <laughs> I, I really hate Josh. I do. I know. Deep I down, love Josh. Right Josh, Deep I down. love you. Josh, Josh at Victims and Villains, great guy. Comes up with the best contest <laughs> because I'm going to win them all. Ah, uh, boo. But so, anyway, getting back to the end gauge. But again, like games where there's a lot of stuff that are that's going on the screen. Um, like you just pointed out, like Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Not a lot going on the screen, but you know it's still really fast. So being like you know your reflexes on your cell phone, especially a cell phone back then, you know wasn't going to be that great. No, agreed. And, um, you know, th- that's what I was saying. Like, like a lot of, you know, with a lot of that input, um, you know, on, on this system. But the N-Gage, they tried. They, they certainly tried. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, nowadays, like you said, Ant, we all have an N-Gage at this point. Um, yeah. But I think um, the, the final thing I w- would want to mention here with this is that if you take in the perspective, um, mobile downloads. Mm-hmm. The list of like top selling games, like overall, I think changes uh, compared to just console only. Because I, if this list is correct, again, get it from Wikipedia, so take it for what it's worth. Tetris would be mm-hmm. the most selling. Mm, is that the right grammar? Most sellingest game. That's not. No, uh, that is definitely not. Of. Or, Best selling <laughs> uh, at 170 million. Whether it's you know consoles, mobile downloads, anything like that, uh, which makes sense because that's a game that is completely designed for mobile gaming. And strangely enough, did not come out on the Engage. No, I, which is very odd. You're oh. right. That's kind now, of what's weird. interesting is though is it did get it got puzzle, puzzle Bobble, but Puzzle Bobble versus. So, not sure exactly how that works. Uh, that's if you find the other person in your neighborhood who bought an engage. Yeah, basically. Uh, I think you'll be able to play it um, two player. So, so let us know. You know, have you ever had a uh, handheld, not handheld, mobile system, uh, mobile game? We've all had mobile systems. Mm-hmm. A mobile game that really stands out to you, especially from back in the day. Um, let us know about it. Hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on Instagram. 
and uh, let us know your thoughts on mobile gaming. All right, so uh, we have a new segment here, uh, but we first do. we have a new guest. Hello, say hello, Link. That is a tortured soul. Oh, <laughs> <Aww>, poor guy. <laughs> you may go. Um, uh, here at the Retro Gamers Podcast, you know, we often see uh, a lot of cool stuff, whether it's at a uh, show, you know, like an expo, or online of people uh, designing their own products, 3D printing, mm-hmm. um, you know, for retro, and it's kind of cool concepts. Uh, Ant, the one I talked about recently from Mad Sunshine Creations, which you can check out their Etsy page and their um, Instagram, Mad Sunshine Creations, and their Facebook, was mm-hmm. the NES Classic Switch controller holders. Yes, and uh, those are that was actually a really cool um, and clever idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, amongst other items that that they've uh, created, but here's the newest one that I found and I absolutely fell in love with, and I got some good news for everyone here uh, momentarily. I'm actually going to send this to Ant. This is the first time he's going to be seeing this. Um, okay, send it to him so on his Facebook. Ooh, baby. So this uh, is okay. My Facebook page is being weird. Is frozen now, so we can't even do the whole. Ah, thing. here we go. <laughs> so uh, real. Wait, what is this? It's called 8-Bit Charging. You can check them out. I will, uh, And, of course, all the links will be in the uh, description. Okay. A lot of our cell phones nowadays have what's called oh. wireless charging or what's called Qi charging. And mm-hmm. this company, 8-Bit Charging, has taken NES cartridges and turned them into Qi charging bases. Okay. Wireless These are bases. awesome. Exactly. I stumbled upon this, and I thought this was ingenious idea, especially for us fans. Um, so definitely, definitely check out Eight Bit Charging. Um, yeah, you can find them basically everywhere. Did you order one? Um, here's what we have happening. Uh, first of all, this is what I wanted to get to: Facebook.com/slash/EightBitPowerUp. Okay. Uh, so uh, again. Mario tested, Luigi approved. I ordered myself a Qi charging station from 8-Bit Charging. And I knew you would Which love game? this so much, and you have one heading your way as well. Ah, uh, dude, that's awesome. Here's what's but, cool. Yeah. Here's what's cool about it. The games are constantly changing because it's depending on, you know, when the availability of the cartridge to become available. And um, so right now on the website, you can get Super Mario Brothers, one, two, or three, Contract, Psych Bike, Tecmo Bowl, Pro Wrestling, I'm just going to name a few of them, Jordan vs. Bird, that's brand new. That's awesome. Uh, Top Gun, Spy Hunter, Rad Racer. Uh, You can request a game, um, and then I guess they'll go out and try and find out, you know, be a little more on the price because they have to go out and find the cartridge. But um, and all the pricing, everything is on the website. Um, I got myself Contra. Of course you did. That, and, that was my guess based on the list. And you know what, Anthony? For you, I, I wanted to go in a little bit of a different direction. Ah, uh, you will be getting Tetris. Of course. <laughs> so, um, so these. Why wouldn't are, I get Tetris? It's because you love Tetris. I know. Um, so check them out again. Facebook.com slash Eight Bit Power Up or. Um, you know, 8bit-charging.myshopify.com. And for all Retro Gamers listeners, there will be a link in the description and a link on our page. For a 10% off your order at 8-Bit Charging, go check out our Facebook page for that link. Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. 
Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Uh, gives these guys support. Awesome people. Awesome product. Uh, and I thought you would love this when you saw it. No, I'm very happy, and thank you for buying me one. Nah, no problem. My pleasure. Uh, 8-bit charging, and that's uh, our new little creative corner, or whatever. Larry, I think it's time for us to get into some, uh, well, we used to call it retro news, but, you know, I think we're, you know, because we're covering current gaming, we're just going to get into some news. How about <laughs> some, that? Some um, gaming news. Right. right. But first, an update. Um, I went outside really quickly to just check on the Virtual Boy, and mm. it, 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 it's looking, it's starting to look mighty clean. It might, it may get some shine to it in a little bit. Uh, you know, it's got that, pret- look, if it survived the spike last week, I think it could survive a little bit of uh hollywood rain well yeah well yeah and you know hollywood rain is about like you know an eyedropper's worth normally so (laughs) so it's all good um but yeah so uh we were going to talk about some news this week and we've got we've got um a few things i've got a bunch of retro news okay um and i know larry you've got a you've got a couple of more current things that you want to discuss so uh where would you like to start Let's you know here. Let's start on this end because I got three um, articles or just kind of cool things happening here. Uh, first, I feel like these two go hand in hand: uh, video gamers and Funko Pop collectors. Yeah. <laughs> you. And, in other words, you. Uh, oh no! I found someone who had a much bigger collection than I did, but he was smart enough to sell a lot of it. Ah, uh, wise, wise man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like almost like four hundred pops, and I was down to like thirty. Oh, geez. That's crazy. Where I'm like at like 270, and that's pretty much just going to increase. Um, recently launching their second Pokemon pop figure, uh, Funko has released or will be releasing their Bulbasaur Funko pop, and this thing <laughs> looks terribly adorable. <laughs> well, I, well, it's Pokemon. They're supposed to be adorable, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, launches in March. So um, now so you got a, mo- a month. Yep, and uh, now, of course, previously released was the go-to Pokemon Pikachu, uh, mm-hmm. which actually had a standard pop and a 10-inch uh, bigger oh. pop. Uh, as far as I know, this Bulbasaur... I guess, I guess size matters with Pokemon. It, it, and with Funko. Um, actually, yeah, it's weird, because the Detective Pichu, Pikachu Amiibo is a is like a giant size Amiibo. Oh, that's interesting. Very weird. Um, Bulbasaur ships uh, starting, well, s- slated for March. Um mm-hmm. Of course, you can pre-order almost anywhere that sells Funko Pops. Uh, but this Bulbasaur looks really cool. So check it out for your Funko Pop collection. Very cool. Yep. Uh, we're going to jump over to... I've got a few things here. Um, one of them is uh, it's a Kickstarter campaign Ooh. for an unreleased NES game. Really? Way back in the day. Um, it's a game called Panic Dizzy. And it's... Um, it's a puzzle game of sorts. Hmm. Uh, it's been free to play on um, on the Codemasters website, the, okay. co- the, the guys who actually made the game. Uh, it's been uh, they made the game in 1992. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, so they, they made the game originally in 1992. It never made it to the NES because the NES, I guess, at that point was just kind of on its last out. legs. Yeah, it was so, on its last legs. So these are the original creators who were doing the Kickstarter. Yes, these oh, are the wow. original creators. They're doing the Kickstarter because they want to actually release it on an NES cartridge. Yeah, after all this, that's cool. So they are—they're very close. If not, they've already reached. Let me hit their Kickstarter page really quickly because I'm reading it from an article. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they wanted to raise seventeen thousand four hundred seventy dollars. Okay, for the goal, they've now cleared nineteen thousand. So this oh. Kickstarter is a go. Um, uh, cool. Uh, and it looks like a really cool puzzle game, and it, it's um, they have it's uh, like I said, it's a puzzle screen. It almost looks like you know a Tetris kind of screen, um, but there are four different puzzle modes. Um, one's called Four Suits, Match More, Dizzy Dice, which <laughs> uh, uh, perf- uh, Perfect Path. Okay. I'm sorry, five modes, and then Picture Perfect, and each mode um, is different. Like so, in other words, they have two screenshots, and I'll, I'll post these. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Uh, and uh, one of them, like for the four suits, it's the four suits from cards. So spades, clubs, diamonds, and hearts. Yeah. Dice. Dizzy dice are obviously dice numbers. But um, it looks like a really cool um, game. And they uh, they say it it uh, resembles Data East's Magical Drop game. Have you ever played that one? You know, I I never played it, but I've seen it, and I just pulled up the Kickstarter page mm-hmm. because the the egg character looks very very familiar. Um, I was yeah. gonna say the gameplay, yeah, it does kind of look looks familiar, but it looks awesome. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. These guys have already made it. You know, like I said, these guys have already made it to uh, the uh, their goal. So this game is coming out. Uh, you can, you know, and for as little as 10 bucks, you can get a ROM of the game okay. uh, for yourself. But if you, for 58 US dollars or, you know, 45, what is that? 45 euro or pounds? Uh, that, is, those, that, that is pounds. I think they're taking the pounds. out of the euro. Yeah. Yep. Uh, for 45 pounds or $58, you can actually get a full boxed version of the game. So the NES cartridge with a poster, instruction booklet, and box, which is kind of cool. So I may be purchasing this. Uh, for uh, 10 pounds more, you can get it autographed. Ooh. Some... I know how much you love your autograph, so I you can just add that to your list. I do. Oh, man, that's awesome. All right, cool. Yeah. Right, yeah, and again, links, like Anthony said, will be posted um, ad nauseum. So... The next thing I want to talk about, this is some huge, huge news recently coming out, but also, like, the most misconstrued information. I think people are completely taking this in the wrong direction. Agreed. So, it has been noted that Microsoft will be releasing, I guess you can call it releasing, Xbox Live on the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. You heard that right. Xbox Live on Nintendo Switch. Now, what people are assuming this means is that now you're going to be able to download the library of Xbox games on the Switch. Halo right. and any other games. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not the case from what I'm reading. No. Basically, it's a way to really bring together a little bit more cross-platform gaming. Right. Which is becoming more and more popular. Um, ro- uh, Rocket League. Uh, the really... cats are trying to kill each other. Oh, okay. Keep them away from the virtual boy. Come here. I have a virtual boy you can scratch. <laughs> look, at, look at snow. <laughs> um, so, like, games like Fortnite, Rocket League, you know, games... And, and let's face it, I think the next evolution in gaming is going to be cross-platform gaming. Um, so that way people on Xbox can play on the Switch, and Sony is slowly yep. dipping their toe into it. So, yeah, they're, they're very reluctant, though. They are. Um, but based, <laughs> but what's cool about this is, like, say Fortnite. Let's use that as an example. You can log in from your Switch through Fortnite into your Xbox Live account, and by playing the game, you can still earn achievements Towards your Xbox, you know, mm-hmm. remember, like, the achievement points. Yeah. So it still will carry over. And I think you earn, because uh, there's stuff in Microsoft where, like, you can actually earn also, like, um, like money. Well, not money, but, like, credit towards yes. downloads and stuff like that. So. Yeah, no, it's, it, it's, um, it's a great idea. It's something that gamers have wanted for a really long time because we we wanted to see some crossover now ideally the crossover we're looking for are being able you know switch players being able to play the, uh, a game with xbox players so you know we're on our way to that which is great which um, now now sony just needs to wake up and you know and do the same and again we're kind of there fortnite and minecraft mm-hmm. do that and I, again rocket league i believe do that today um, yes. And it's not, I mean, Switch is the biggest, like, mind-blowing um, news about this, but you're also going to be able to do it on Android, iOS, and PC as well. So it's kind of bringing everything together, but of course, Nintendo being Nintendo, uh, that's the biggest part of that news. Yes. So, cool stuff. Um, so, yeah, so no, uh, you got to give credit to Nintendo. They're finally starting, I mean, it only took them 30-something years, but, <laughs> you know, they're, fi- they're finally starting to branch out and not only recognize their competitors, but starting to work together with them to kind of create a better gaming experience for gamers overall. I'm kind of shocked that it's Nintendo that's open to working with this cross-platform and not Sony. 
I thought it was uh, no, I, I'm, I'm aware of that. I go, I think, I just think it's, uh, I think it's just indicative of the times and how things are changing True. now, True. you know, um, Nintendo's not so much, they're not, Nintendo is not interested in putting competitors out of business anymore. They no. feel like they've kind of cornered their market mm-hmm. in what they want to do. So I don't think they view Microsoft or Sony as a threat anymore. Now, Sony, on the other hand, may still consider Microsoft a threat. Uh, may consider Nintendo a threat, which is why they may balk at this for a little while. But yeah, Nintendo doesn't seem to have an issue. I don't know if it's much. I mean, I agree the threat part, but I think it's more like Sony's trying to. Their reasoning is uh, they want to make sure like they protect their online players because if you cross platform, you technically go into another server. So I don't, that's again, that's a lot of behind the scenes. I'm not too familiar with. Yeah, it all depends. Yeah, all you right. know, we don't work for Sony, so we'll never know. <laughs> not yet, at least for now. But uh, moving on to uh, another unreleased game that may be completed and coming to a console, a retro console near you. Super Mario Brothers 4. Uh, No. So this one was actually an unreleased Nintendo 64 game. Um, It was a hack and slash game called Dragon Sword that was in development. Hmm. It was never completed, but there were images and video of it um um to to see um so it was planned to come out it didn't happen the game was originally cre- being created by team storm at interactive studios okay uh they were responsible do you remember the game glover i do yes <laughs> so they, uh, don't make me separate you two uh-oh ding it's just, ding it's just, they're, they're behind the couch fighting now so, um, so anyway, so they had a beta of they had um you know so they created a beta of this game Dragon Sword never you know never it never got fully completed they released the beta in 2010 to an anonymous collector Ooh, which is okay. interesting uh, and he shared it online for those that were interested in the game mm-hmm. now 20 years later we've gotten you know um, apparently uh, Pico Interactive confirmed that they acquired the rights to the game along with its source code, which makes it sound like they're planning to finally release it. Okay. Uh, now, will they release it, you know, will they release an N64 cartridge version? Probably not, but there, it sounds like they're going to be completing this game and finally porting it out so people can play it. Uh, I think the N64 is, and that's a great idea because I think the N64 is a very much untapped system for whether it's homebrews or like bringing back some of these uh, incomplete games, like Forty mm-hmm. Winks uh, recently was on Kickstarter. Yes. Uh, yeah, Forty and, Winks was another game. And an N64 card. All right, cool. Very, very nice. Yeah. Um, the news, I have my final part of news here, which I just, it blew my mind because I was kind of hoping they were going to make these, but mm-hmm. how to get my hands on them is a whole other story. So. If you're a member of the Nintendo online service here in North America, that is the only way you can order the special Nintendo Switch Classic NES controllers. Mm-hmm. Uh, wireless controllers that work with the NES Classic games. Uh, also, depending on configuration, you can get them to work with newer Switch games. Um, I play new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe with those NES controllers, and it's awesome. The gameplay is fantastic. Cool. Yeah. Um, but over in Japan, they have released Famicom versions. Those of controllers. Um, they came out actually in December. Uh, so actually the same month as North America, but for some reason I'm discovering it now. Um, here's the thing, though. Again, you, ha- you can't just buy it in a store. You have to be a member of the Nintendo online service. Mm-hmm. Now, just to pull the curtain back a little bit. Anyone, the, the Switch is region free. Everyone knows that it's not locked. It's region free, so you can play Japanese games on a North American system, including downloads. If you want to access the uh, family, the Switch Japanese online service, you have to create an account, a separate account. Very easy to do, but you got to trick the system and say the region you're in is in Japan. That's how right. you can download the games. And there's a few different games on the Japanese version. And games come out a little bit like a day early because of the time difference. Um, but when you download the NES Classic for the Famicom, you can still log in with your North American account. It recognizes you're online and it lets you play. Mm-hmm. And there's some difference in games. Um, slight difference in games, which is kind of cool. But 
here's the thing. If you want these Famicom controllers, in my head, you have to set up a Japanese account, subscribe to the Japanese online service, mm-hmm. and this thing will not ship internationally. As far as everything I've checked, yeah, Japanese they have mailing to have address. a Japanese mailing address. So, so, for argument's sake, if I do all of these steps while I'm staying at the Hilton in Osaka, so to speak, can I order them to the hotel and have them overnighted? I don't know because I don't think I don't remember overnighting being an option when I ordered the NES controllers. Because there's a way for me to get these. No, I know, I know, I know, but I just don't. Well, get one. You're only allowed to order one. Oh, uh, well, that that's so. well. You know what? I mean, I'll just hit up my I'll hit up my awesome super potato, and I bet I can get them there. I don't think so. I'm telling you, I don't think we'll so. see. Unless they create like 50 accounts and ordered 50 of these, I'm fairly confident I can track these down. Now, here's the really cool, and this is why it's driving me batty, and why I want these. Now, the Famicom Mini, which me and Ann mm-hmm. have, and Ann has that really cool gold one. Um, yes. Has the controllers. And as everyone know, well, as a lot of people know, on the Famicom controllers, there's a microphone on the second controller, yep. which was very innovative at the time, you know, in the early mid, uh, mid 80s. Yeah. I mean, it was uh, just, yeah. You leave it to Nintendo. And, you know? and, and one of the perks of that is in The Legend of Zelda. If you remember the original Legend of Zelda, I forgot what they were called. They looked like rabbits with big giant ears. Yes. In the North American version, if you just play the whistle, they all, all the ones on the screen die. In the Famicom version, you had to yell into the controller to defeat those enemies. Correct. Now, the microphone on the Famicom Mini is just for show. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It's also a But the microphone tiny. on my original Famicom works perfectly fine. Uh, well, because the keyword there is original. Yes. So... I was wondering, ah, are they just kind of incorporating the microphone just as an aesthetic piece to make it look? But according to a couple of YouTube videos that I've seen, the microphone actually works. And that's and that's awesome. Which is now driving me up the wall because these things uh, – there's a website, Nintendo Soup, which is where I got the information from. And they're selling – they have, as of right now – they have well. This just says in stock. The other day they had actual number like two left, but mm-hmm. it's a hundred and six one fifty nine ninety nine plus international shipping. Yeah, that that well that's rough. insane for controllers. Rough. That's absolutely insane. A little rough. So when but, did you, when are you ordering them? Well, eBay does have a couple of interesting, um, slightly less expensive versions. Mm-hmm. So I am going back and forth on it. Okay. Because well, we'll as, see what happens. As a collector, the collector in me wants these controllers. No, I, I definitely so. get that, but I, I, I wouldn't shell out that much money yeah. for a couple of controllers. No, no not that much. Almost two hundred dollars. That's a little. That's shipping. a little over the top. That's a little rough. That's a little rough. But yeah. if you can get your hands on them, check these things out. These things are awesome. Yes. All right. Um, and then uh, last bit of news to share today mm-hmm. um, was an in, uh, article that I read. Um, good news, bad news for Nintendo. Um, in a way. Um, the NES, as we know, the NES Mini and the SNES Mini, um, they've now stopped production on them, so they will no longer right, they'll no longer be creating anymore. So Which whatever's on do. the shelf, right? Whatever's on the shelf in stores is what's left. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't gotten your hands on one and you were thinking about it, now's the time to get one. <laughs> However, based on their predictions, um, uh, and you know, video game analyst predictions, um, the SNES and NES Classic. Combined sales are expected to surpass the Wii U lifetime sales. Wow! In about two years. Wow! So they're, they're anticipating that two years from now, the the classic consoles combined will have outsold the Wii U, which is great for the classic consoles and kind of sad for the Wii U. <laughs> um, the Wii U in its lifetime sold thirteen point five six million units. Um, the the classic consoles combined have cleared ten million. Wow. Um, you know, the Wii U, I'm still, I'm always going to say it was so under, to me, it's an underrated system. It's got some great games on it. Uh, yep. it just wasn't given its just due, but the well, way- it didn't have third party support. No, but it didn't need it. The, the games that are already out on it were really, really fun. Oh, uh, look how shiny I got now that the sun came out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, forget about the fact that it's backwards compatible with the Wii, uh, which also in itself has a really good library. 
Um, the Wii U, again, that is what it is. That's for a story for another time. But the classics, you know, that was a whole different, you know, like we mentioned when this first happened, you know, Nintendo did not expect the gamers to, you know, the type of gamers to buy the classics. They were expecting just casual gamers who knew the hardcore gamers wanted to buy this stuff. Right. But, so, um, all right, cool. Yeah, but, uh, you know, just a little bit, you know, just a cool bit of news to see. And uh, congrats to Nintendo for making two very successful mini consoles. When am I getting my N64 classic? Not anytime soon. All right, Larry, it is time for this week's retro birthdays. And oh. I've got two very special birthdays that I want to bring out today. Okay. Uh, so uh, really quickly, uh, the first one we're going to talk about uh, is celebrating its 20th birthday came out in 1999 oh, okay. uh, and this is the japan release not the american release the american release followed shortly after but um very monumental game and it had a lot it had like big shoes to fill it had a lot to follow because the predecessor of this game in the franchise was probably one of the best-selling rpgs of all time so happy 20th birthday to final fantasy 8 god that's 20 years old it's it's insane, oh um, which also means that we're twenty years older. No. Um, and, and that you know, let, let's not get too depressed about that. I try not um, to. Yeah, Final Fantasy VIII was actually a really great game. I played all the way to the last disc on that sucker, and then I just stopped. <laughs> and I Is don't know that why. Always, that's always the case with RPGs. No, I usually no, no no. I'm a completionist. I finish my games. Like when I start them, I want to play them all the way through to finish them. Uh, but for some odd reason, I think I got to a point where I lost interest. Just Possible. enough to stop playing, and then I forgot to go back. And, and like for me, at that point, I can't just pick up and play. I have to start over. No, I would never start that game over. I would want to <laughs> go back, and I still have my original memory card for the PlayStation One, so I can easily go back and finish the game up because I'm right at the end. Uh, um, fair so, enough. So uh, maybe one day I will, and if I do, I'll stream it so everybody can see that I completed the game. There are very few games that I start that I don't finish, and that was one of them. And there are a bunch of games I start I'll never finish. Yes, that is very true. Um, the second retro birthday that I want to focus on yeah, came out two years prior to Final Fantasy VIII. So it came out in 1997 on the Nintendo 64. Um, another monumental franchise as well. So a happy 22nd birthday to Mario Kart 64. Wow, that, that came out this week? Yeah, Holy this week, cow. 22 years ago. Now, Woo. Mario Kart 64, arguably the best Mario Kart game out there because I loved Mario Kart 64. The battle mode in that, bar none, was the best. Oh, yeah, it was the best best battle mode that there was. Uh, definitely, for us, around that time frame, you know, got us through college. Definitely got me in yeah. the dorms, got through college. A lot of tournaments happening. Yeah. That, and you know, uh, and, and a lot of the uh, a lot of the levels that were in that game were replicated in future iterations of oh, Mario yeah. Kart because there were so many iconic levels on that Rainbow Road aside, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know. But I just remember like Wario Stadium and um, uh, Toad's Turnpike, all those really <laughs> really awesome ones. Awesome. So um, yeah, so happy twenty second birthday to Mario Kart sixty four. Happy twentieth birthday to Final Fantasy eight, and that is this week's retro birthday. All right, so we are here ending another wonderful episode. Uh, so we're going to start to bring this to a close. Yes. But it's been a little while. It's been a while since um, I've been able oh. to really show off. You know, you got to show off the XI. That thing was yeah. sweet. Uh, that I is to- sweet. And by the way, yeah. hooked up now, oh. and it plays beautifully. Oh, d- but no problems with the Sega CD? No problems with the Sega oh, CD awesome. at all. It's fantastic. Does it have like a built-in memory, or did you still have to buy that memory cart for the Sega? Oh, you Remember know that that's thing? a good question. I got to check that out. I oh. haven't, I haven't, uh, I haven't tried. There goes that price going up for you. Yep. <laughs> so uh, I uh, recently made a stop to, of course, my favorite retro store out here on the East Coast. Game on. Of course. Um, and Anthony, as you finally were able to get there during the holiday, which I'm very happy yep. for. Hello, Tristan and Brian. Hope all is well. <laughs> so um, they, uh, so I picked up a couple of games. Uh, you know, one of which actually on a recommendation, and the other one that I've been looking for, well, ever since that blasted hurricane of 2012. So first, I'm going to start with this one. Uh, this game was actually I picked up a recommendation of Mario, uh, who actually guest hosted here a couple of weeks ago. Um, you can check him out over at the Rough Cut, uh, his uh, blog. And his podcast as well on Spreaker. 
You can follow him, Citizen G77. Uh, he calls this the best version of this game that there is. Really? We're talking Rampage. Ah, Rampage. Is that on the Master, master system. system? On the Master System. And if you look at the back, if you look at the gra- that uh, is in pristine right? condition. Oh, I mean the box itself. Yeah, absolutely. That is and, nice. Very nice crap. And you know, now, not do you, a, yeah. Do you have a Master System? I don't, but I picked this up um, just for kind of nostalgic purposes. I do like Rampage. Um, it's one of the few Master System boxes that's not white. Oh. Because it's red. But now, forget about the box. I mean, the box is gorgeous. And this is cool. I don't see this often. I mean, maybe I just had never noticed it. But, like, on the cartridge itself, like, the yes. Rampage logo is on the cartridge. Usually, just it's just spelt out. It used to just say it, yeah, exactly. with a regular, like, a regular font. And this is what I want to say to see if it zooms and, and, and clears. I mean, look at the graphics on that. No, that looks fantastic. Now the ma- look, the master system was not you know nothing to sneeze at. It was a really solid system. And the manual. So uh, the Genesis yeah. though came out so early. Yeah. Uh, but the master system just kind of disappeared really fast. Very cool. Pick that up. And finally, awesome. just real quick, uh, this bad boy, one of my favorites. Actually, one of the reasons why I got a Genesis. And uh, again, Hurricane Sandy put the kibosh on a lot of it, but. Finally got my hands again on Bloodlines. Ah, beautiful. Oh, and look at um, – you know, th- those Genesis boxes were interesting when they were like that because I, li- I liked the um, the shells better. Yes, yes. Uh, this is one of the few games that kind of I think got caught in between where there was clamshell cases for Bloodlines and then the box. I never had the clamshell case. I always owned the box. Uh, so this is see, more – and I still own the clamshell case. There you go. So this is more for me for nostalgic purposes, and uh, open it up. I mean, the cartridge just looks beautiful, beautiful, and not only that, but inside the box, what's in the box? Um, the very good condition for the wow uh, for the very booklet, nice, and maybe I'll still uh, mail in the warranty card. Oh, you, you think they'll honor that? Which magazine and comic books do you read on a regular basis? There's not even comic books them. on here. What, what, yeah, what, what is on there? Uh, real Game Pro, EGM, Nintendo Power, Sega Visions, uh, video games, Marvel oh. Comics. That's what they did. Okay. Okay. Die Hard. Uh, boy, <laughs> boy's Life. I had Boy's Life. That was a Boy's Oh, God. I, I don't even know what that is. Boy Scouting Magazine. Okay. That would be why I don't know it. Magazine was awesome. Uh, all right. Cool. Who purchased this game, male or female? <laughs> Uh, Debatable. Right. Yeah, <laughs> not back then. Uh, what other systems? Here we go. What other systems are in your household? Super NES, 3DO, Saturn, mm-hmm. PlayStation, PC. I'm even shocked. You should send. You should send that back and just fill it out with all the current consoles. It's going to Edison, New Jersey. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, very happy. Picked it up. Very, very great condition. Very um, cool. That's and really, really been cool. annoying uh, those guys over there for a long time. Saying if you see a Castlevania, put it on hold. Nice. So, and and they did, which was very great of them. Yep. So that's uh, that's all. That's that's what I got okay. from there. So, uh, I did not do any shopping. I'm still paying off the XI. <laughs> from uh, last month, for but a while. you know what? I mean, I think the XI was a good, you know, like three months worth of purchases. Oh yeah, totally. Let me put uh, together. So uh, and 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 again, I'm now enjoying playing my Sega CD games again, good. which I absolutely love. No, that's that's what's important. I just got to uh, resume this or refocus. Let me do that. And yes, that beautiful refocus. righty. Um, yeah, no, the Sega CD part. I, I that's why I can't wait for the Polymega. Um, Yes, but I'm happy. The poly, yeah, the Polymega is going to replace a lot of this stuff, which is which which is great because I need the space. Yeah. I mean, my poor my poor TV shelf over here or TV stand. I, I've squeezed in as many consoles as I could, and as much as I love having the older consoles out there, I prefer to have now like you know these re- these consoles that are coming out that are just compilations of everything. So in other words, like the Retro Freak saves me so much space because I got to put away like eight different systems because of that thing. <laughs> Um, and they're all, you know, and they all get to go away, which is nice. Um, Polymega will also afford me the opportunity to put away a lot of the CD-based systems that I have sitting out here, um, which will help me preserve as well. So, <laughs> preserve you all or preserve stuff. the systems. Preserve the systems. <laughs> I'm not preserving myself. <laughs> all Definitely right. So, but um, uh, one one other thing I wanted to yeah. note. 
um, since uh, and we, you know, um, since all the big hoopla last week, it was on Kingdom Hearts three coming out. We had Resident Evil two, the remake, right, come out, and then we had Kingdom Hearts three come out. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kingdom Hearts three has been like, I want to say Kingdom Hearts two was like fifteen years ago. Yeah. So it's been a it's really ridiculous. long time in between. Yep. Now I was a huge Kingdom Hearts fan, but I never played Kingdom Hearts two. I played the first one, mm-hmm. and I bought the second one, but I never got around to playing the second one. It was one of the games that I've always wanted to play. So, before I get into Kingdom Hearts 3, which I plan on doing, uh, I am going to live stream my way through Kingdom Hearts 2. Oh, that, is my next, that, is my next, that is my next goal, is to live stream my way through Kingdom Hearts 2. Okay. That's going to take a while. It'll take a while, but, uh, you know... Uh, we will get through it together. We will. We will take a while. So uh, that'll be fun, though. That'll be sweet. Yes. And uh, we'll, you know, in fact, where could they find that stream and basically anything about our podcast? Okay, so uh, they can. You can find that stream and information about our podcast and some really, you know, really cool news and images and videos and all kinds of stuff on Facebook.com/slash Retro Gamers Podcast, or you can follow us on Instagram at. Uh, Retro Gamers Podcast. You can find us on our website, uh, www.theretrogamers.com. You can listen to our podcast on everywhere that you listen to podcasts, Amazon Alexa, iTunes, Spreaker, um, you name it, iHeartRadio. You you name it, we have it. Um, (laughs) iTunes, if you happen to listen to us on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. Those really help us a lot. If you want to watch the uh, Retro Gamers episodes. You can watch us now on YouTube. Just look up the Retro Gamers podcast and you can see us in all our nerdy glory. It's like Vogue. And uh, of course, uh, check out all the podcasts here at the More Family Podcast. Retro Gamers podcast every Tuesday, as you already know. The Yin and the Yang podcast every Friday. The Better Half podcast every other Wednesday. And as we're on the road to WrestleMania, talking more wrestling Every Saturday at 6.05 p.m. Eastern, as much as I humanly can do that. But in a couple of weeks, yours truly, the other half of the Retro Gamers podcast, Anthony Rippo, will be on Talking More Wrestling. So that's going to be really fun. Um, Exactly. Especially since I'm I'm not just all about video games. I actually have a very uh, well-defined wrestling background. And we're going to definitely talk about that uh dive into that of course we'll talk about because you'll be on the episode with the fallout of elimination chamber Uh, yes looking forward to that yes and the chamber looks like it's going to be fun this year oh it's going to be good two tremendous matches Uh, in fact when we're done recording this i gotta record talking more wrestling so with that we are going to bid this episode adieu anthony enjoy the week be careful of the rain out there but more importantly protect that virtual boy uh, oh yeah, you know, I guess I should take it in now. Uh, that Although would be the, nice. now that the sun came out, it's probably you know drying. <laughs> now now it's uh, gonna cook. <laughs> yeah, nice little air dry, and then yeah, and then I'll cook it later when it's like ninety eight degrees. <laughs> oh, ninety eight degrees. And with that, we're gonna call this one, and we will see you right here next week on the Retro Gamers Podcast. Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.